Hey y'all, welcome back. I hope you're doing well. My name is Jay, and I'm just here to talk and get some of my thoughts out to you all. I hope there's something here for you. Let's get to it. All right, y'all, welcome back. This is going to be episode number four on the podcast. And as always, I want to start off by saying thank you to everybody that listened to the last episode and tuned in. Special shout out to y'all that engaged with me and sent me messages of support and validation and kind of just wanted to give a little bit of feedback on the podcast. Let's keep that coming. I really value and appreciate everything that y'all have to say, and I want to make this as collaborative as possible. So let's do it. Let's see what we can make here. On today's episode, I am going to sort of continue the trend on what we were talking about last time and taking a step back. Last time we talked about just removing yourself, sort of and reflecting on everything that's going on, taking an inventory on things that are going on in your life. I know we talked about removing sort of uh, problematic music and fast food. (laughs) I've been sort of slacking on that one, trying to get it right, constantly thinking about it and just need to take that action and take that next step forward and get healthier and happier. I think that'll all come in due time. But today we're going to continue with that and we're going to talk about making time and taking a little bit of space for yourself. I say this because I tend to allow things to pile and pile and pile on. And I try to take on a lot of activities. I try to take on doing a little bit more for my friends, doing a little bit more for my family at times. And sometimes I just get overwhelmed with work. And sometimes I just, I don't have it. I don't, I don't have enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough resources. And sometimes it gets a little uh, overwhelming. (laughs) So I used to think that taking a step back and sort of taking time for yourself was a very selfish thing, but I think it's actually a healthier, a much healthier alternative for myself specifically, rather than me getting into these down states for extremely long times and then sort of exploding emotionally towards the end of those things. When something, when I just hit a tipping point, I think it's better if I just do that, just make time for me to sit with my thoughts, sit and process my feelings accordingly, of course. So the reason I thought it was selfish and probably like some of y'all, I learned at a very young age that your merit and sort of how people think of you is defined by how often you're helping people and how many people you're helping. So I used to think that it was a it was a bad thing to say no to going to support a friend or a family member and doing things like that. But now that I'm older and hopefully a little bit wiser, I can now confidently, you know, take that time and say no and just be by myself for a little bit to recharge, I guess. Also, I'm naturally an introvert, so I think it's really, really important for us to give ourselves space and time to process things. Otherwise, there's a there's a boom. <laughs> there's a there's a boom at the end and that emotional explosion is not good for anybody. It's not good for the people around that witness it. It's not good for myself because I feel horrible after I explode. So I really try to do my best to avoid that. So I can do what I need to do and learn the necessary steps I need to take to get better with taking care of myself because it ultimately affects everyone else. And I don't claim to be an expert on any of these things. Uh, I'm not 
super well versed on these things, meaning like I haven't had any academic uh, training or education around mental health and uh, stress and things that deal with the brain. And I just want you all to know that I am not the most educated on these. I just read books. I listen to audiobooks. I search on the internet. I watch videos on YouTube because I am actively trying to help myself and get better with recognizing when I need to take a step back and when I really just need to prioritize me. So I'm just speaking off of some of the things that I've learned and sharing it with y'all, hoping that it can provide y'all with some value as well. That's really my goal is just to share and drop knowledge with you guys. And hopefully y'all drop knowledge back with me. That would make this so much better. Let's drop knowledge and share with each other as much as possible. But back to it. What I've learned about holding space and taking that step back and really just making space for yourself, it looks different to all of us. What works for me potentially won't work for the next person or the person after that. But it's all different. And I think it's important that we explore different kinds of avenues so that we, we, we figure out what works for us. I think I said in a few episodes back, it's about finding the right formula. And yeah, it's about finding that right combination of things that works for you. Since it is so different and since there are so many things, I think it's very important for us to explore every option that's out there just so we can definitely tailor our self-development and our self-help if that's the route that we're going to take to something that's very specific to us and our like learning style and our developmental style because we are all so unique and so different that it does take a very unique approach but I'm going to share what I do and maybe y'all can pick it up a little bit so I've learned that in some instances and for some people it's just about finding an activity of some sorts that is sort of calming or can bring a sense of enjoyment for you. In other ways, I've seen holding space for yourself could be something like a mindfulness activity or even meditation. So like I said, it, it varies. And I encourage everyone to try all of them. You know, if holding space, if you need someone else to help you hold space, I think therapy might be an option. You know, that might be something that you explore. I don't I don't knock anything. I always say try it once. And if it's not for you, then you can you can move on. That is your choice. And yeah, you have that power. You have the power to control what you do and how you go about developing yourself and uh, bettering your own mental health. So I do a combination of both of the things that I mentioned earlier, uh, a combination of finding an activity and a little bit of meditation and mindfulness. So the activity that I really, or there's two activities. The two activities that I really, really enjoy are shopping and looking at, looking at fashion, looking at new pieces. And I really enjoy playing video games. Uh, I think I'm better than what I am at a lot of the games that I play. So I get really invested into it. But it just serves as a time for me to mindlessly do something and sort of take a break from the pressures that reality brings, the pressures that the real world brings, the pressure that my job brings, the pressure that social relationships bring. It just provides me a little, little, little bit of time to really just be by myself and, you know, just just have fun and enjoy things and then close. 
you know, my closet is growing. I'm going to need to add more shelves in here and get a little more space <laughs> uh, because I love clothes. I love fashion. And it's a passion of mine that brings me brings me joy. It brings me a little bit of fulfillment because I've said it for a really long time. I think I've said it since I was like six or seven years old. You look good. You feel good. So I think it's uh, extremely important to have a nice pair of clothes, a nice pair of shoes on and something that you can feel good about. But at the same time, those are like tangible things that I do. Like I can physically go out and buy clothes. I can physically go out and shoe shop. I can sit down and feel the controller and actually do those things. But I also sometimes will do nothing where I just kind of sit in my bed. I sit with my thoughts and I process the best part. I think about working on your mental health is that there are other options. There are, are alternatives. I do things, of course, playing the video game, buying shoes that cost money, but you, there are also things that you can do just sitting in your house. You probably have a pen and a paper at home. You probably have a couch, a bed, a chair, a floor, something that you like to sit on. You know, so what I'll do is sometimes I just do nothing. I sit, I meditate, and I think about everything that's going on in my life. I try to do that at least once a week where I will take like 20 to 30 minutes of just laying in bed before I go before I go to sleep or first thing when I wake up. I'll try to just take some time to center myself and ground myself. I think that's really important because that can shape, that can shape, it can make, it can break your entire week, you know, and I think it's just about getting in a, in a routine with these things. Another thing that I do, and I'm sort of embarrassed about it, but I'm going to share with y'all is I will take occasional dance breaks. Like I will just start vibing. I listen to a lot of funky beats now uh, after I, I've been switching up the types of music I, I allow in to my space and into my consciousness. So sometimes I'll just be in my room in front of the mirror vibing and maybe I'll release a video. Maybe I'll show y'all how that is and how that goes, but it's, it's a little intimate <laughs> for right now. It's something I just started doing. I don't know why I started doing it, but it makes me feel good. It makes me feel really good. It gives me a bit of energy for some reason. Um, <laughs> but on a serious note, uh, two more things that I do that I highly recommend y'all giving a shot and seeing if it works for you as well. Uh, the first thing that I do, and I think I've said it before, is journaling. Journaling is probably the best thing that I do. It allows me to really just sit down and process everything that has gone on in my day or is going on currently in my day. I think I journal every day. At most, I miss a day. I miss a day if it, if it gets too busy and I'm just I'm just exhausted by the time I get home. I try to journal at work on my lunch breaks and and that's been a extremely effective way for me to stay on top of things, just incorporating it into my day somehow. But journaling is just extremely powerful and it's a little bit awkward um as are affirmations. That's the other thing that I will uh try to stay consistent with moving forward. Uh but affirmations are an extremely uh, interesting thing to me. You are literally 
having a conversation with yourself. You are talking to yourself in front of a mirror or however you do it. I like to do mine in front of the mirror because I can look that person in the eye, which is, which is me, which is yourself, and have a conversation with them and let them know that you are enough and you are doing just fine and everything is going to be okay. Those are some of the things that I say to myself. Another thing is, another thing that I say uh, on a daily or I try to at some point during the day is your past does not define you. You own it, you conquer it, and let's keep moving forward. That's something that I say to myself every day. That works for me. That's something that's just very specific to me. Um, And I, I, I think it's because for so long, I really allowed my past to define who I am now. I allowed the last like two years of my life to define the person that I am today. I've changed a ton in that period. I used to let that accident define who I was today. I'm no longer doing that and I want to move forward from that. I think one of the most important things you can do when holding space and just taking a little bit of time for yourself is to make sure you're saying the right things to yourself. Make sure you're not beating yourself up, telling yourself that you're not good enough. Why aren't you doing this with your life? Why aren't you here yet? Why are you not better than this person? I think it's important to have that good self-talk because I've done all of those things. I've compared myself to other people. I've compared myself to this image that I had a long time ago in the past. Things have changed. Life throws curveballs at us and we just got to kind of roll with the punches, you know? So it's really, really important to be mindful of the things that you are putting into your head and the things that you're saying to yourself. I still think it's funny every time I say it, but it's not a, I'm not, I'm not saying it in a joking way, but let's just remember to bring and build ourselves up because who else is going to do it at the end of the day? Who else is going to build you up better than you? I feel like there's already too many negatives out there for us to be piling on the negatives internally and are mental. There's all kinds of things out there that's going to put you down. So we do not need to do it to ourselves. It's important to have that good internal dialogue, that internal conversation with yourself, because at the end of the day, that's all you got. That's all you really got. You're with yourself so long that you need to have a good relationship with yourself. And I don't mean sitting there having full blown conversations, but when you, we all do it, we kind of, we talk to ourselves in our head a bit, but you need to make sure you're saying the right things so that what we're saying internally will manifest properly externally. It all works together. I know that might sound a little bit funny if this is your first time like hearing about self-talk and internal dialogues. Maybe we can uh, explore that a little bit more as we move forward with this podcast and on this journey. Uh, That's something I would like to do, uh, explore that and explore the power of language. Uh, how just changing a few phrases in your life can really change your outlook on everything. That's what I've been learning about. And that's what I've been hearing for a pretty long time now. And I always say that it may not be for you, but don't knock it till you try it. I say try everything. You never know what's going to stick, what's going to stay, and what you're going to really just find an enjoyment for and see the benefits from. By having better conversations with myself, I've actually grown as a person. I've developed new skills. 
now that I'm able to hold space, make time for myself, I'm able to properly model that out in the world when I am engaging with other people. I feel that I have an ability to sit people down and actively listen and engage with them. I think that is what I'm meant to do. I think that is my passion. I think that's a calling. That's something that I want to continue to grow and explore as I get older and learn more about myself. But I think ultimately, by me learning how to identify and uh, just take the time to step back and really give myself space to process my emotions and, and my thoughts. It's given me the ability to do that with others now. And I'm not saying this like I'm, an, I'm a pro or an expert at it. I'm still working towards this. And that's what I just want to reiterate every single episode, that we are works in progress. We are not finished and we are always learning and we are always growing and developing. We can always gain and acquire new skills It just takes mindfulness and a positive attitude to do it. Well, that's all I got for y'all today. Let me wrap up with that quote really, really quick. This one comes from Eleanor Roosevelt, and she says, Do one thing you fear today. That's the quote. Do one thing that you fear today. For me, it's trying new things and stepping out of my comfort zone and being vulnerable. That's something that I struggle with all the time, and it's something that I'm constantly working towards and being my authentic self. So what's something that y'all fear? Is it maybe seeking out help, uh, being a little prideful, um, failing? Is it fear of success? What might it be? Let's, Let's take a second. Let's reflect on that and think about it. What's a fear that we want to conquer? But as always, y'all, Be mindful of everyone around you. You never know what they might need. You never know what those people are going through. And just have a good day. Make someone happy. Make someone smile. And I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye-bye.